Praise God. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. Okay. Praise God. Good afternoon. <coughs> Praise God. Uh, okay, let me do the afternoons first. Praise God. Pastor um, Priscilla, <coughs> Beverly, Pastor Oyen, Pastor Clement, Pastor Daniel, Pastor Crystal, Pastor Priscilla, Pastor Leah, Pastor Naila, Pastor Melly, Pastor Mary, Pastor Philip. I see you all. Pastor Genevieve, I see you all. Pastor Yatunde. Awesome. Awesome. Let's just get into this, Pastor Antonia. Let's just get into the into this because um, I don't have too much time, but I'm gonna be on every day. Um this week speaking to you guys and maybe i'll take an evening slot opposed to a midday slot because i know most of you are at work though i know most of you are at work i do need you all to pay attention so if you're not if someone is not on i really do encourage you to get them on um and i promise to not spend too much time um, um and and i just want to take you into a direction that i think is important what i'm going to do for the next couple of days i'm really going to begin to share some of my intimate times with the lord with you some of my private conversations um, with you all in the hope that we can all grow effectively together um, and reinstate or realign some things that need to be put into place because we started off the, in fact, the end of the year by saying things like this year, 2021 will be showtime, will be the manifestation of God. And I strongly believe that. But what I think has begun to happen, or what I believe in my heart has begun to happen is that we've kind of entered this phase of initial showtime, or we've entered um, or tasted a piece of what showtime would look like. And what God wants to be sure of is that when we enter that phase of showtime, that none of us is being exhibited, but all of him is being exhibited. So he's taken us through this word explosion series to begin to carve out and chisel out areas in our life. And, and, I, and I take this last word explosion um, personally, very personally, because of, um, um, <clears throat> because of where I see myself and all of the leadership and everybody in the nation family going, I've taken it so personally um, because I know how flesh can begin to creep in. You will be so surprised and so shocked how flesh will make his way prevalent in your life or how he would try to revive himself so what we've been doing or what i've been, what i've been doing in my private time has been asking god certain areas in my life that i haven't seen or that are empty and void where flesh is still looking to have his way kill it right now that's been my prayer over the last three four days since the word explosion because it's very easy for us to um forget and very easy for us to enter into this arena of showtime or the manifestation or glory of God. And we haven't completely gone as him. We've still gone as Nikki. Nikki must have died. She needed to die so that Christ could be exhibited uh, through her life, essentially. Uh, and then what well, we've been going prior to this word explosion we've been hearing words from like p sam where he talked to us about sitting on the table pt's been speaking to us about um 
um, the glory of God and all of these things. So all of that has just been preparing us and getting us ready for this manifestation series or manifestation time of our life. So um, I want to hone in on that a lot, but I'm going to look at a particular scripture today um, and we're literally going to spend maybe half an hour max and then I'm going to let you go. But again, I'm really going to share with you some of the conversations that I've been having with God personally to make sure that I, as your leader, is constantly in line uh, with what God is doing and saying per time and so that you are all being led according to where we need to go as a family. Are you all with me this afternoon? Yeah. Praise God. So we'll spend time doing these leadership stuffs. Um, maybe it will be earlier in the day, maybe it will be later on in the evening, um, but I do need your attention so that we can work through these things effectively. You know, something happened to Peter at a time and the Bible says to, the Bible said that um, Peter, Satan has asked of you and God, Jesus said to Peter that though Satan has asked for you, when you come back, strengthen your brothers and teach them in the way that they should go. So can I remind you that though sometimes your desires and the things of your flesh may creep in and overtake you, Jesus or, Jesus or the Lord will encourage us, even though those things may have happened, come back. And when you come back, strengthen your brothers and sisters. When you think that you've fallen off or where some things along the line didn't go the way they're supposed to go, you're not supposed to live in condemnation. You're not supposed to live in the fear of or the thought of that, oh my God, I'm no longer worthy. Maybe I shouldn't be in this seat or this position anymore no Jesus said to Peter come back and strengthen your brothers in other words I know that you will fail I know at times even your faith in you will fail you but when that happens remember me but before he did that he gave them something to remember them by remember him by so we're going to read that in scripture as we go on today and again I want to speak so 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 uh freely this afternoon and so simply I don't want to give any kind of revelay I don't want to give any kind of thing that is new or anything that is um uh, not what we've heard already I want to re-emphasize and re-echo some things so that we are in line and that flesh man has died so that the spirit man who ultimately is the one that will express God's glory will remain prevalent okay I think we're going to start from um should we do the Matthew account or should we do the Luke account maybe let's do Matthew maybe let's do Matthew we can start from Matthew um actually let's do Luke Luke 22 Luke 22 and if you have your Bibles or you have your apps please get them ready so that you can um no let's just let me just speak today Luke 22 and let's read from verse just one minute please okay yeah let's start from verse 7 <clears throat> Then came the day of unleavened bread, yeah. on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Yeah. Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Can you hear the Bible reader, those of you who are at home? Okay, keep reading. <clears throat> Where do you want us to prepare for it? They asked. Yeah. He replied, as you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters mm -hmm. and say to the owner of the house, 
The teacher asked, where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. Make preparations there. Just hold it there. It says make preparations there. So again, all this, what we're going to read now is the account of when Jesus was about to be taken to be crucified. But before he was taken to be crucified, there were some preparations that were being made. Before we are going to enter the platform or the, um, the arena of what we call showtime or manifestations, there's got to be some preparations. There've got to be some things set out that allows us to go, to go and take that seat of uh, manifestation before we get there. So Jesus started preparing and making way for the day that he was about to be crucified. Just the same way, before we get into any kind of spotlights, there's got to be preparation. And that preparation is actually the spirit man preparation. That spirit man preparation is what, what, we, what, what all of us need to do to be able to be sure that the flesh man is completely dead. Many of us, we don't even realize that at times we can be praying in the Holy Spirit, waking up at 5 a.m. to pray, doing this, doing that, and flesh is still there. Even flesh can go into the arena of prayer. Flesh knows how to speak in tongues. Flesh knows how to even recite Bible. Flesh can even give better than you at times. So we've got to be sure that we've not just taken on things that we have seen and we've just imitated them opposed to actually taking on a life. So what I even want to speak to you to today really about is nature versus nurture. Because what we want to do is take the nature of who we truly or who we were, kill that completely, take on the nature of Christ and use the spirit man to nurture that new nature. Because we will never know how to work in the, in, in the nature of Christ if we haven't been nurtured in it. So what Jesus did with the disciples was begin to nurture them in a new life and teach them how to become in this new life. But he still knew that these men around me are flesh men. He knew that these people around him, these disciples, they're still flesh men. I paved the way by getting Peter from a boat and doing all these things. Those were just the introductions. Now let me teach them my ways. So he started making these preparations. He started showing them what it's like, like to live the nature and the life of Christ. And those things don't happen overnight. He, he had a three-year journey with these men when he started training them to become Christ-like. And even then, they still didn't get it. But again, let's keep reading, please, guys. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them. You see, he said he left and they found things just as Jesus had told them. If we are not finding things just the way the Lord has shown us, then we have problems. If we are not looking at things and we're seeing them, not seeing them the way that the Lord has prepared them from us, then make sure, then we've got to check, did I prepare something for myself? What I'm living in, have I prepared that for myself, by myself? And I've, and, and I've made it look like glory. I've made it look like the manifestation of God because many things can look like God, but it's not him. And this is the way that Satan comes to us. He doesn't come to us like um, a criminal coming like, no, 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 no. He doesn't do that. He comes to us in a glory, in a type of glory, but it's a fake glory. And if you haven't prepared your spirit man, or if we haven't prepared our spirit man enough, we will never begin to see with the eyes of the spirit that we read of in, Ecclesia, in, in, in Ephesians 1, when it says strengthen the eyes, of our heart, uh, the eyes of our heart, we will never be able to see through that eye. Why? Because you didn't strengthen that heart enough for you to be able to see according to the way the spirit man sees you're only seeing the way that the natural fallen man is seeing and if you're seeing the way the natural man is seeing you're only seeing the way adam saw 
Adam saw the tree and thought that it was good and glorious and it was but God said I desire you to have that tree but not yet I want to teach you and prepare you for the time where I give you that tree and it wouldn't be that you've gone to look for it I will give you that's the way he wants to do things with us but the, the what the way satan comes he prepares a table in front of us and our desires are on that table and we think that god has put us on that table because it looks like the showtime table and god says no don't go there yet because if you go there as nikki you're going to end up completely crashing everything that i prepared you for so now you understand why we were doing etl times and even your leader as pastor nikki can crash it you even heard PT say things that even he, as your general, has his tantrums. That's not because he's a flesh man, no way, not that. But we're still fallen. We're still Adam if we don't take on the new life, which is the life of Christ. So constantly, God is trying to make sure that in Nikki, in you, and please let me keep using myself, guys, so that you understand the kind of conversations that I have with God. So I say, as Nikki, I've got to be sure that everything about you, that you were, that you desired and you liked, if that's not completely dead in me, I cannot perpetuate you because what will happen is if you're still Nikki, you know that Nikki can still be perpetuated, um, oh Lord, can still be continued, but it won't be the continuation of Christ. It will be the continuation of flesh. So guess what? The world never gets changed. The people that God has sent out, the Nikki that the Lord wanted to send out, would not get sent out to be used for God's glory. I'm only perpetuating the sin of man again. I'm still the first Adam. Okay, let's keep reading. So they prepared the Passover. Yes. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table. Yeah. And he said to them. So, that, so there's an hour that will come. What that hour signifies is actually time. Yeah. He said there, a time came so there's going to be a time that comes for all of us and please before you get to the main stage God is going to first do a taste test on you he's going to check first and he did this with Peter but again I don't want to go ahead of myself before he puts you on the main stage he will give you a, a fake stage and see what you're going to do on this stage how will you perform here will it be me or will it be you you know Cyphus Peter in Matthew chapter 16 Jesus already told Peter what he was going to do with him and he was going to do it in a time it wasn't on that day it would be a time that he was going to use him to be the one that the church would be built on i don't know if you remember but back in the well house i was talking about this peter a lot upon this rock i will build my church the gates of hell will not prevail i used to speak about it a lot and now i understand why god wanted to wanted us to speak about it because peter will be an example to us let's keep reading though blah and he said to them, yep. I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover Even with Even Jesus had desires. He says here, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. Meaning that he's been wanting to sit on this table for a while. But he had to know that there's a time that the table will come to him. Not that he would do it for himself. So he had to wait for the appointed time. God forbid we are premature and go ahead of ourselves. We will end up crashing the everything that God is trying to build us with, build us for. That's why we have to have word explosions like this when Peter has to get us back in check, has to make sure that, hey, listen, I know that I've called you for this glory and for this showtime, but don't go ahead of yourself and crash everything that God has prepared you for. So he said that Jesus too had a desire, but he had to wait for that desire until God's appointed time. And even in God's appointed time, it's not even that the desire was even sweet. <laughs> the desire was actually death. 
Oh my God. Please stay with me this afternoon, guys, because I really want this to help us better and help us more. And I need you to under, even understand me as a leader better so that you don't get carried away and think I'm your mate. You cannot just call my phone anyhow. Don't do it, please, guys. You can't. Message first and say, hey, Ma, are you free? Because you don't know what conversation I'm in right now. You don't know if I'm speaking to the Lord or I'm speaking to uh, uh, something. You don't just do it. And I'm using that as an example, not to say anybody does it anyway, any, um, anyhow. But we've got to be careful not to touch anointing, not to affect things that belong to God. And I'm not trying to say that I'm just one anointed person. No. What I'm saying is be careful of who God has placed around us and what God is doing in each and every one of us lives. Even though you may see a flaw, or an area of imperfection in a leadership or in someone that's not for you to now judge or base uh, uh, base uh, that person in a category with no you don't know what God is doing with that life you don't know how God is growing and maturing them actually God may have wanted to use that sin to even help you God wanted may have wanted to use that flaw to even strengthen you let's keep reading so again i don't go ahead of myself for i tell you yeah i will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of god did you see that it said for i tell you i would not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in god in the kingdom of god meaning it's god's appointed time again i'll have to treat that a little bit deeper but for the sake of time i'm gonna keep going because it's not where i'm trying to go after taking the cup yes he gave thanks and said yeah take this and divide it among you yes for i tell you i will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of god comes yeah and he took bread gave thanks and broke it mm. and gave it to them yes saying mm. this is my body given for you yes do this in remembrance of me i want you to hold on the onto the remembrance of me because the remembrance of me is the most crucial part of this particular scripture for me anyway because when you go out into your systems as pt said now he says we've got to start um uh 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 training in our various areas but he says listen the bible says before you do that i've given you my body do it in remembrance of me so even when you're going out there training whether it's in mtv whether it's in um uh, beauty whether it's in uh we are design nations or carnaby or whatever it is you're doing it says do it in remembrance of me the minute you forget or the minute you don't remember is the minute you've invited flesh back in it's the minute that you've taken you've left the spirit and you've denied the things of the spirit that you've been taught on that you've been prepared for and you've now taken on flesh so before we go out and start training and start doing all these things god wants us to remember to remember him because if we forget oh my god i can want to be out there going on instagram and youtube and doing all these things but the minute that nikki forgets and doesn't remember that is him guess what you will only see flesh and in that flesh i will lead you to sin so god wants to be sure that hey 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 girl sis bro before you go out there and make a mockery of what i've started preparing in you come back here sit down and remember what i've taught you remember the body that i gave to you remember the sacrifice remember the desire that i told you about that i left because i wanted to focus on god's kingdom he reminds us of all of these things. Keep reading, Ma. In the same way, yeah. after the supper, he took the cup saying, mm. this cup is the new covenant in my blood, yeah. which is poured out for you. Yes. But the hand of him who is going to betray me is with my, 
is with mine on the table. Yep. The son of man will go as it has been decreed. Yep. But woe to the man who betrays him. Yep. They began to question among themselves mm. which of them it might be who would do this. Mm. A dispute also arose among them. Do you know nobody ever sets out to say, um, um, I'm going to betray somebody? Nobody ever, I don't think anybody wakes up in the morning, especially if I'm following you as a, uh, let me just use Hannah as an example. I don't think she wakes up in the morning and says, mm, today I'm just going to betray Pastor Nikki. No, there was something inside Hannah a very long time ago. Actually, let me not use Hannah. Um, uh, uh, Jaquisha, a very long time ago that hadn't got dealt with. There was something, although she's following uh, a Nikki, Pastor, uh, Pastor Nikki diligently, there was still something in Janiqua that was there that hadn't got dealt with. But in the pursuit of following, because it hadn't got dealt with, that, that thing inside Janiqua started growing until an hour, a time, that it decides to become. The reason why flesh has got to get dealt with is, again, because you don't know what corner in your life that flesh is hiding in. And some of you, you probably think that mm, you know, I'm, I'm good. I, I'm very, very good. Like, you, I'm, it's not me. I'm not fleshy. I'm, I even heard somebody saying the other day, they were talking to someone, that's very fleshy. I'm thinking, even you saying that is very fleshy. Have you heard people say, it, the guy will say, I'm thinking, even the person saying that, I'm thinking, you're even cheeky. You of all people says you've got a baby. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm thinking, I'm, you say, that's very fleshy. I'm thinking, but even if you saying that, it's still fleshy. But because we're so still flesh men, we don't even know what is flesh and what is spirit anymore. And that is the danger. And this is why we've got to spend a lot of time investigating ourselves, investigating who we are making sure that our innate nature that we were born with like our mother and father has that our mother and father gave us has completely died this is why i had to cut myself off from mom and dad because i don't want that nature and there's some things that even i see in myself thinking that's very much like my mom though my mom would have done that i'm thinking no 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 that's flesh though I should have died and taken up another life, which is the life of Christ. In that life, it doesn't even know what mom or dad did. It just goes. It just does what it needs to do. That's the spirit life we're all searching for. And for some of us, we may think, oh my God, how are we going to get there? How do we do it? When we hear words like what we've been hearing, and when we are being spoken to the way we've been spoken to through the word like this, and PT speaking to us every single day, what that does, it constantly kills the flesh because you don't like those words. You don't like being told off or being rebuked or all these things. We don't like it. Flesh hates it. But guess what the spirit man does? The spirit man rejoices because it's a remembrance, a reminder to him that of this day that there was a body broken. Yeah. Do you understand this stuff? The spirit is reminded that there was a break-in, there was a flesh given to you, or there was a nature, forget flesh, there was a nature given to you that we must live by and live according to. So I have to treat this flesh thing a little bit more so that we can get onto the commission because it's important that we focus majorly on the commission because that's where God is calling us to. But I have to get you into my conversations with God so that you also know that as your leader, I sit down too and have to get corrected by the word and have to get dealt with by the word. Otherwise, I'll be leading you astray. God forbid. Okay, keep reading, Mark. A dispute also arose among them yeah. as to which of them was considered to be the greatest. Yeah. Jesus said to them, 
the king of the Gentiles lorded over them. Yeah. And those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. Yeah. But you are not to be like that. Mm. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest. Yeah. And the one who rules like the one who serves. Mm -hmm. For who is greater, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? Mm. But I am among you as one who serves. Mm. You are those who have stood by me in my trials. Mm. And I confer on you a kingdom. Mm. Just as my father conferred one on me. Just before we keep reading. You do know that flesh is a master. And I think PT said this the other day as well. Spirit is also a master. The one that you decide to choose. You can't be in relation with both of them. The minute you choose one, you wage war against the other. If you've chosen flesh, you're waging war against the spirit. When the Bible says that flesh always desires what the spirit desires and vice versa, what they were speaking about is a fight. It's a war between flesh and the spirit. I hope you know the flesh is a kingdom and the spirit in itself is also a kingdom. And listen, when the Bible talks to us in 1 Corinthians 15, it begins to say that the flesh, cannot have, can, um, the flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. In other words, that the flesh is, a weaker, is weaker than what the spirit can offer because the spirit is eternal. The flesh will perish and die. So the, imperishable, the perishable cannot have what is imperishable. So wouldn't our desire to be or to long for what the spirit gives us? Isn't that the better option? It is the better option, but guess what happens? Flesh is more desirable because flesh is in your face. With the things of the spirit, it's almost like you can't have what you desire, but it, but it still wants for you to have those desires. Did you get that? You see, the thing with the spirit, it's more, it's more, it doesn't seem as exciting as the flesh. You look out there and you see people doing fleshy things and it looks like that's lit, that's nice, that's good. But when you think of the things of the spirit, it's almost like, no, you can't do that. You can't have that. But God says, I want you to have those things, but not like that. I think one of the leaders said it the other day. Um, 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 they said that how even Abraham, Abraham had Isaac. Forget Abraham. Let's even look at Solomon, for example. Solomon had all the riches in the world. He had everything. No, let's use Abraham. Abraham had his son Isaac, the very thing that he's been waiting for for so long, so desired. And God says, kill it. That was a test to see whether or not you are a flesh man or a spirit man. But even in that test, God didn't want that to happen. He just wanted to check. It was even the preliminary stages to see whether or not this guy would be qualified to use. Can he give all to get all was the question there. I've given him a son, but give it back to me and let me see what you can do. Not only did, I, did he have Isaac, but he even got greater things after he listened to what the spirit was saying to do with that Isaac. So even at the end of your month, when you guys give, what God is saying now is like, is this a spirit man or is this a flesh man? I want them to give all of this stuff, not so that they can not have. In fact, they will end up having more if they can sacrifice all. But at times we're still withholding. We're still calculating. We're still asking, oh my God, is this still, is this still right? Should I still, is it? Eh? We're still doing the, we're still battling between the flesh and the spirit. You can't, they are both masters. You can't be playing hokey pokey in and out with him. You've got to choose one or the other. And if we live by the spirit, you will end up receiving the things that come with the spirit. 
And this is why PT had to t teach us through that series of going through the Galatians and teaching us about what the spirit entails and all these things. Why? Because these are the fortifications of the man of the spirit. Listen, PT said to us, before he sends anybody out, he will first make sure that they have been fortified. Why? Because if you go out without first being fortified, you will go and crumble and you will end up being flesh without recognizing. Sis, don't do that again though. Go on, please keep reading. <clears throat> So that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom yeah. and sit on thrones, yeah. judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Yeah. Simon, Simon. Yes. Satan Please, I want you to emphasize 30, from verse 31 because it's very important that you hear this. Go on. Simon, Simon. Satan has asked to sift all of you as wheat. Did you hear this? It said, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift of you as wheat, meaning that Satan is, is asking of you. He's inquiring of you. And the way Satan will come in, he won't come in, like I said, with horns. He will use flesh. He will use your flesh, man. He will use your desires, the things that you've idolized. You know, Peter was a fear guy. That was his flesh. That was his fear. That was his, um, um, uh, the Bible says, watch out for the most, for the sins that so easily entangle and beset and ensnare you. For him, it was fear. It wasn't even money. It wasn't riches. And I'll, we'll keep reading. You'll see where I know this. Go on. But I have prayed for you, Simon. I love this. That your faith may not fail. Yeah. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. Mm. But he replied, Lord, I am ready to go, go back. He says, he said, Simon, he said, uh, he said, but I have prayed for you, Simon, that, that your, your faith, faith may not fail. Yes. And when you have turned back, strengthen your brother. I do you know why I love this so much. He says that even when you have failed, he says, still go back and strengthen your brothers. Mm -hmm. This is why you are not allowed to live in condemnation. Mm -hmm. Even when you have fallen you've you're chosen yeah. you're still chosen god still wants to use you or not that he still wants to use you god has determined that he's going to use you so even when you have failed go back and strengthen your brothers because you've now seen what failure looks like yeah. you now see what the, what comes with failing you now see how satan came to use you and even in that thing you didn't listen my god i love this so much satan didn't even remember this until the day he needed to remember okay Okay, go on, read on to what he was saying after this. But he replied, yeah. Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. Did, have you not heard say, say these things? PT, I'm with you. Pastor Nikki, I'm with you all the way. With you all the way. But when the time comes, <laughs> and when the issue comes, and maybe Pastor Nikki's in a situation, let's truly see if you'll be there. It happens. It's flesh. It is flesh and it's the same flesh that God is, God is trying to do away with. We can say that, Pastor Nikki, I'm riding for you. You're my leader. You're the one that we were with and da 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 and you know, all these powerful things that will make somebody feel like, yeah, but I'm thinking, uh -uh, that's not it. Because the trial hasn't come to test what you're saying. Because we can say whatever we like to say, but when the test comes, it will really truly prove whether or not you were here or you are not here. Whether or not you are a son or of a son that's led by the spirit or you're a man of the flesh keep reading 
Let's keep reading, Ma. Jesus answered, Yeah, I told you, Peter, yeah, before the rooster crows today, yeah, you will deny three times that you know me, yeah. Then Jesus asked them, When I sent you without a purse, bag, or sandals, yeah, did you lack anything, yeah, nothing, yeah, they answered. Mm -hmm. He said to them, mm. But now if you have a purse, take it mm. and also a bag mm. and if you don't have a sword mm. sell your cloak and buy one mm. it is written and he was numbered with with the transgressors 39 jesus went out as usual to the mount of olives mm. and his disciples followed him yeah on reaching the place he said to them pray that you will not fall into temptation please listen to this so they went to the mount of olives usually whenever jesus is going to a mountain it's for sacrifice and to hear the lord now he said to the disciples that followed him he said pray that you will not fall into temptation why would you ask them to pray that prayer what has happened that you will fall into temptation what he was still doing for them was preparing them for the day that temptation will come Temptation hasn't come yet. <laughs> temptation hasn't met you yet. But it's coming. So Jesus said, prepare yourselves. I think the account in Matthew is better for this though. I think the account in Matthew is better. Mm, yeah, I think we're going to have to go to Matthew to read this one. Read from verse 36, Matthew, 20, Matthew 26 from verse 36. Please, I hope you guys at home, you're still with me. I've got another 15 minutes, one o'clock and I'll be out. Let me touch on this, but we're going to be doing this every day until flesh has completely eradicated himself in our life. Uh, Matthew 26 from verse 36. Read it very emphatically and very, very, yeah. Then Jesus went with his disciples yeah. to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. Yeah. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him. Mm. And he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Yeah. Then he said to them, mm. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Yeah. Stay here and keep wa watch with me. You know the keep watch was actually him asking them to keep praying. But the account in Luke says they were it says go and pray that your strength that you will not be tempted. What he was saying here was keep watch was keep praying. Okay, keep reading, you'll understand it a bit later. Going a little farther, yeah. he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, yeah. My father, if it is possible, yeah. may this cup be taken from me. Yeah. Yet not as I will, but as you will. Mm. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. He found them sleeping in the midst of a heavy, in, a, in the midst of what will be like the turbulent time in their life. He found them sleeping. So my even my charge to you today, in fact, is to stay awake. Yeah. Is to stay awake because the temptation is coming. Yeah. And the temptation will come in the area where you are going to go and teach. Yeah. In the area where you're going to train people. You think you're going there and you're going to go there strong and mighty. No, there's going to be a temptation that will first meet you. And that temptation will qualify whether or not you are really going to be used to be trainers and to be teachers for the world in order to reinstate the world back to the back to god's doings 
The temptation is coming. So God says, stay awake. Why are you still sleeping? Do you know that when, the Bible, when PT started teaching us about that sleeping, he started saying to us um, that Jesus had gone to supplicate on behalf of the disciples. Do you remember that? He had gone to supplicate on them. Do you know I also think that he was even saying to God, please just let me stay and finish this work because these guys are not equipped. I believe that's what his prayer was. I believe he was saying that, Lord, have you not seen these guys that are with me? Are you sure you want them to do this work? Look at them. They can't even stay awake. What do you, are you sure? Take this burden and let me... He's even saying, even in this small time, you can't even keep watch. You're not awake. Has it gone off? Is it still... Are we still here? Yeah? Okay. No, it's frozen here. Okay, no, no, no. It's fine. Keep reading watch and pray yeah so that you will not fall into temptation did you hear this it says watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation why does it say watch because ephesians 1 tell us that the eyes of our heart must be flooded with light so that our, we can be open to see clearly what is ahead of us what the temptations will be it's only when you are flooded with light that you will be able to see what the world can't see you will know what is god and what doesn't belong to god you will know what is right and what is wrong why because you've been illuminated have you first figured it out please don't play around with it okay uh watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation yeah the spirit is willing ah. but the flesh is weak i love this so much it said the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak don't forget before you can even get into the spirit the natural must come first so the flesh man will always come first i'm telling you i even i'm even glad at times that my flaws are exposed you know i'm glad because the reason why i'm glad that the floor my flaws will be exposed first is so that when the spirit man comes you will testify that's now a man of the spirit because he was once flawed the Bible says here the spirit is willing. In other words, the spirit is wants to do its job, but the flesh is so strong. And until that flesh dies, then the spirit will only just be willing, but it will never get to operate. Now, if you can be in a position where you watch and pray, which is why this whole week we're going to be watching and praying, why we're going to be in the word and praying, so that the spirit will not only be willing, but it will actually do its work. Yeah, that's where we need to get to. I know that the flesh is very weak, but the flesh is weak in its strength. The flesh is so weak. Have you ever seen a weak person that even in their weakness, they'll try and exert the little strength they have in their weakness? Do you know that's how the flesh man operates? It knows it's so weak, but it tries to get the little strength left in the weakness to still try and carry on in life. <laughs> oh God, you didn't even understand that. That is madness. You know that even a weak man will still find strength in his weakness and he will use that strength to overcome the weakness. He went away a second time and prayed. Yes. My father. Yeah. If it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. Yes. Then he came back. He again found them sleeping hmm. because their eyes were heavy. Hmm. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, hmm. saying the same thing. Hmm. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Hmm. Look, the hour has come and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Hmm. Rise. 
let us go. Here comes my betrayer. Jesus. So he said there, he said to them, the time has now come for you to now do basically what I did. To live the life that I did. Now rise up. He's already supplicated for them. So he knows that the Lord's will will be done in their lives. But when that will be, we will, know, we will not know at that time. But my charge to you is to stay awake. Is to not sleep. And it's easy to fall asleep because flesh is comfortable in its sleep. Let me say that again. It's easy to fall asleep under words like this and times like this and not hear it because you think it's for a time that's later on. When God's saying the hour has come now. The time has come now. So there was an urgency in this word explosion. And I don't know if you clocked it, but I did. There was an urgency in this word explosion that needed our now attention. It needed our now focus. And this is why when some of you were watching, listening to the word and you're dozing off, I'm thinking, how is that possible? You're hearing this word. Do you not know that it's for a now time? You're sleeping now. Do you not know that God, God forbid it's going to come back to you in another 30 years when there's another generation that are really ready for it and you're dozing? We can't afford to do that. And the dozing may not just be sleeping during service. It may be that you've taken to social media. It may be that you've taken to things that you weren't supposed to take to just yet. It could be whatever capacity. But the Lord says, wake up now. Get yourself together. Focus. Rise up. What is the rising up? It is the glory. Remember your Isaiah 60, arise, shine, the light has come and the glory of the Lord is all over you. Don't forget that God is adamant that he's elect the ecclesia, you and I, the called out ones. Don't forget, remember we used to speak about the ecclesia as well. Again, like PT said, sometimes when we, when we say certain words, because we're still flesh, we don't get it at the time. And unfortunately, we'll be hearing it and it will sound very powerful to whoever's preaching it. But because we're still fleshy, it's, we haven't received it the way we're supposed to. But God is adamant that he's ecclesia, he's called out ones. You and I are confident in what we are supposed to do. Do you know that the ecclesia are supposed to be the governors of the world? We're supposed to govern every system, every arena in life. The principles of the Lord are supposed to reign in those systems because of you, the called out ones. That's what the Ecclesia is essentially. It is the church, not by physical merit, not by physical building, but by spiritual intellect, but by spiritual download. The deposit of the spirit is what will enable you to go onto mountains and dominate. That is the elect, that is the Ecclesia, that is the called out ones. Let's finish reading this, Mal. Let's go back to the Luke version. And start from verse 54. Then seizing him, mm. they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Yeah. Peter followed at, at a distance. Mm. And when some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard yeah. and had sat down together, yeah. Peter sat down with them. Mm. A servant girl saw him seated there in the firelight. Yeah. She looked closely at him and said, mm. this man was with him, mm. but he denied it. Woman, I don't know him. Hmm. He said, a little... Excuse me. Was this not the same Peter that said, I will go to death and to prison with you? Can you see there was a Peter within a Peter that had to be drawn out? 
You see, you may think you've got it all together and you're following PT, you're following P. Nikki, and even a P. Nikki, you're following P, your PT, you've even been given the title of general. My God. You know, Peter was even privy to go to be one of the three that went to the Garden of Gethsemane and he still denied Jesus. Does, did that disqualify him? It didn't disqualify him. But guess what? It had to get dealt with. It had to get dealt with. And Jesus knew that this guy was going to betray him. He even told him. Peter said, no, not me. I'm the one that will go to the grave with you. This guy was slinging swords, cutting people's ears off and doing all manner of things in the name of I love Jesus. But when the time came, in fact, before all of this has happened, before he even denied Jesus, what he saw is what made him doubt. He saw that Jesus was being persecuted. He saw how they spat on him, dealt with him. I don't want that for myself. <laughs> I don't want, look how they're dealing with the nation family. They're spitting on them. They're cursing them. They're doing all manner of things. Not me. Let me keep my own and my, mm, nobody should taint my own. Uh -uh. No, no. Peter was riddled with flesh and Jesus knew it. But there was going to be a time in Peter's life where that flesh will have to be drawn out. Now let's keep reading, Mom. A little later, go on. Someone else saw him and said, "Yeah, you also are one of them, mm -hmm. man. I am not." Mm -hmm. Peter replied. Yeah. About an hour later, another asserted. Yes. Certainly, this fellow, this fellow was with him, mm. for he is a Galilean. Mm. Peter replied, "Man, I don't know what you're talking about." Mm. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. Ah. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord had spoken to him. You need to stop there, Ma. It says Peter remembered. You no, no, you need to clock that. You need to clock that. Peter remembered. There was a remembering that he had given them. Remember he gave them the body. He said, do this in remembrance of me. In other words, don't forget. And he told him that you're going to deny me. He said, after the rooster crows three times, Peter, you're going to deny me. And he remembered what the Lord said. Oh, sorry. That was a serious one. It's fine. Um, he remembered. He remembered what the Lord said. Don't let it be too late before you remember, guys. Don't let it be too late that your flesh is so strong that you forget. You know your flesh can even tell you that you're loyal to Pastor Nikki, you know. Your flesh can tell you that you're loyal to PT. My flesh can even tell me that I'm loyal to PT. But until the listen, it wasn't even the centurions that questioned him. It was a little girl that questioned Peter and challenged his flesh. Oh my God. You can't let little Instagram challenge your flesh or challenge your spirit sorry and get flesh out of you as a resolve it's not even the people of the world that you really want it wasn't the centurions it wasn't the governors it was a little girl that question god forbid but again peter was still not disqualified it says here then peter remembered the word the lord had spoken to him before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. Yeah. And he went outside and wept bitterly. He went out and wept bitterly. You know, that was the beginning of, of Peter's journey now. That was the beginning where Peter began to understand his call. Because in Matthew 16, Jesus already anointed him. Yeah. 
and said, Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. And listen, the Bible tells us that the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable, meaning that he's not going to turn them back. Do you know, I heard some things this week and flesh was saying, maybe you're not qualified to be a general. Maybe you're not qualified to be a leader. Maybe actually just pass this whole thing on and don't even do it anymore because you're not in that, you're not like pastor so-and-so. You're not like pastor this and pastor that. But then I remembered, I remembered the word of the Lord over my life. And I remembered that actually the word I'm hearing wasn't to break you, it was actually to strengthen you. It was to build you back up. And then the Lord reminded me of this Luke 22 verse 31, when it says, Peter, although I know you're going to fail me, go back and strengthen your brothers. So even though you failed, just don't allow them to fail because you've seen what failure can do. Oh God, are you hearing me? Those of you who are at home guys, this is so, this is so deep as though it's so, it's so simple yet it's so very deep because you can easily look at somebody else and think that ah, I saw your sin on there. I saw your issue there. No, your own issue is that you are a judgmental person. Your own issue is, is that you don't like to give or you don't like to do this. You don't like to do that. Or you don't like to be obedient. You don't like to follow. You don't look at your leader as your leader. Those can be your issues. And God is saying, if you don't deal with those things, yes, I want to use you, but you will delay the time in which I want to use you because the hour is now. God is now so adamant that the hour to use his sons and daughters are now. Then Pastor Daniel begin to share this um uh um sound clouds that we had from last year of manifest 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 meaning that he wanted to do that in that hour but we missed it in that hour so the hour has come back again god forbid we're gonna meet this same time next year and it will be because you didn't remember so this afternoon i want you to remember the fact that there was a body broken for you he's already anointed you for a call but guess what flesh and blood will not inherit the kingdom of god flesh will not receive what belongs to God flesh cannot be clothed with the things of God and guess what we can't be caught up by thinking that we are working in the spirit but it is flesh you've got to be sure that you've got to decipher between the two what is flesh and what is spirit because I told you that even flesh can pray flesh can pray even better than the spirit at times because the spirit doesn't really need to pray it just does its work so don't be deceived God in himself cannot be mocked Yes, we are being called out to go and train, to go and do all these things. But God is not going to send us to train without us being, without first being sure that these, these people do not have flesh in them. He's not going to do it. And you know what's happening now? I'm beginning to see, and this is what Satan does. He did this with Jesus when he took him to be, when the Bible says the spirit was led Jesus to be tempted by, um, by Satan. He took him and showed him his desires. He gave him the things that he most desired, the earth, turn this into bread, do these things. Guess what's happening for some of us now? Our desires are being presented to us. The things that you've wanted for so long, are being presented to you. Now governors in countries are shaking hands with you. Now the people on Instagram that you wanted to lead are now responding to you. They're now watching your stories. They're now looking at you. Blue tick people are watching your lives or your, or your view or your stories. And you're now thinking, ha! Ah! So guess what's happening? Not the spirit is being pumped up. Flesh is being pumped up. And as flesh is being pumped up, guess what you're going to do? You're going to start doing things that entices their flesh. Yeah. 
So instead of you beginning, instead of you being a spirit-filled man, pouring spirit into them, you're pouring more flesh into them. So you are damaging the kingdom of God. And so when you have word explosion like this, God is saying, no, you cannot damage what I started. It's not going to be you, sis. It's not going to be you, bro. It's not going to be you. I will have to cut you off before that happens because we've come too far. <laughs> and this is why I said you can't be condemned by this word. You've got to let this word strengthen you. You've got to let the word that you've heard throughout the word explosion build you up. And put you, in a, put you back into the position where you remember the body that was given to you. Because the body was given to you to carry out a work that it started for you to finish. You've got to remember that. This battle that we have now is nature versus nurture. The natural versus nurture. Now that you've taken on the new person, which is Christ, you now have to be nurtured into that life. Just the same way a baby will be nurtured into adulthood. The spirit himself will begin to teach you all things. Now let's close off with, Math with um, Matthew 28 from verse 16, I believe. Let's close off with that so that I can let you guys go. Yeah, from verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. Yeah. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Yeah. Then Jesus came to them and said, mm. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Yeah. Therefore, go and make disciples. He said what he was saying there, because of this, go and make disciples of all nations. Go on baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and yeah. of the holy spirit yeah and teaching them to obey S slow down it says it says and teaching them <laughs> so whatever we do this is why the commission is to go out and train what he wants us to do is go and teach but you can only teach what's first been taught to you yeah. this is why we need the holy spirit more now than ever before is it, you need me to know something ma go and read the message there ma Jesus, undeterred, went right ahead and gave his charge. Yeah. God authorized and commanded me to commission you. Go mm. out and train everyone you meet. Thank you so much. Go out and train everybody you meet. What are they training you in? What, did, what are we supposed to be training them into? Into this new life. Mm. Into the life of Christ. And if my socials or if my behavior or if what I do is not doing that, then guess what? I'm training them into death. I'm training them out of what we're supposed to be actually training them into. I've become like one of them. In fact, not that I've become like one of them. Guess what? It will no longer me be training them. They'll be training me. <laughs> yeah. So he says, going out and teaching. And this is why we've had to be under this kind of word. This is why the sound clouds are so crucial to us because what they're doing, they are fortifying us with a teaching that we will go out and teach ourselves. Teaching them obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I'm going to leave it there for this afternoon. And I hope that you've taken something from this word and you are, uh, you are hearing my heart. Because like I said, before I've come to teach this stuff to you, I've had to first teach it to myself. I first had to deal with myself and get myself on the ground and say, Lord, help me. Deal with me. 
I think Pastor Daniel led a prayer this morning when he began to say things like um, the reason why we can't reach certain targets or be one of the ten is because there's still flesh lurking somewhere. And until that flesh is properly dealt with, until that flesh is properly dealt with, I can long to reach targets. I long to do all these great things, but it will not happen. So I'm big, my, my charge, and we're going to pray this evening as well. I don't care how often I come on this platform, guys. You will be on with me. We're just going to be praying and wording, praying and wording. And we should have never have stopped that stuff anyway. Never, because these are our fortifications. Even in the midst of showtime, we've got to remember that we're still going to be under the word, under the authority of the word, under the leading of the word. There is no business in this house that will not be blessed if we can stay under the following of this word. There will be no career person here that will not be blessed and can be, forget one of 10. Listen, PT could have one of 300 if we really decide we want to be that, you know. Yeah. It shouldn't just be the 10. Although the 10 is nice and is good and we want to fight for that, for that commission. There's a whole world. What is 300 in the whole world? Imagine you being one of those 300. That's what you need to fight for. That's what you need to push for. So we're going to put our flesh under subjection. For some of us, we're going to have to shut down some of our socials. For some of us, we're going to have to shut down some of our desires. I like to do this in my time. I want to be here in my time. No, we're going to have to shut that down. I want to build this business and make it look like this. No, no. Deal with first the desire of God, which is for us to be called, which is for us to live in the calling that he has called us to. Remember that we are his ecclesia. He's called out ones, the ones that he wants to use. He wants to kill Cyphus and endow Peter. He wants to build the one that, he's got his, that he wants to have his rock upon. It is him. Do you know I, as I've been studying not only Peter, but also Paul. So there was a day that Paul would end up rebuking Peter and says, Peter you were there in fact when Peter PT said yesterday you now know what Paul was saying to Peter is that you knew <laughs> you were there you saw it you remember the day you disowned him you remember the day that you um when, when, when you remember the day that you had to remember <laughs> he was saying these things to Peter imagine Paul didn't even know it like that and he was reminding Peter of the day that you knew it for yourself yeah. God forbid there'll be another generation teach, generation of people that would teach us the things that we taught them for us to remember. That is a fallen generation. That's the generation that our parents failed us in. God forbid that will be our own legacy. And this is why that this is why in this time, and I told you from April it's gonna be a madness. <laughs> and it's like it's like the one that was even telling you got caught up in the madness. That's my honesty. And if you judge me for that, you're going to hell. I'm joking. The one that was saying by April, some things are going to be happening. Even I became a Peter. Even I disowned. And I had to remember, oh my God. Lord, you said this will happen. But I'm grateful for those reminders. Because what does that do? I said to the girls, I was saying, I think to Pastor Rebecca and Pastor Hannah, I said, I'm going to be teaching like never before, you know. I'm going to be on whatever platform they put out, just going to be preaching and teaching. That's what I'm going to do. Because it's either that or I start and I end up living according to the flesh now. And be like, okay, well, I've done it. Let me just stay here and just, hmm. no, now I know. So what do I do with what I know? 
I keep ushering the spirit man. I keep maturing him, making sure that if there's be any flesh found in, found in me, it gets cut off and thrown by the wayside. Any little thing that I see in me that does not look like the kingdom, that does not look like what Christ has given to me, I have to quickly do away with it. Quickly, quickly. There is nobody here that is special, you know. Even when God looks down, he doesn't say, hey, General Nikki. He doesn't do that. He looks at all of us alike. Although he's going to place more demand on me as a leader, but ultimately he looks at all of us alike. So there's no special person. Like Pete Daniel said this morning, even the 10, they're not special people. There is nothing peculiar about them other than they decided to take on this. That is the difference. I've told you about positional leadership. It's the worst place to be ever. Worst place to be. Again, I hope you've taken something from this afternoon. We'll be back when we'll be back. I don't know when Pastor Domicella will post it in the group chats when we'll be back. But there's going to be a lot of word, a lot of praying. I don't care if the sun is blazing. You'll enjoy it from whatever location you're in. Um, and we're just going to get into it because I'm confident that God is speaking to us most especially because our word on ETL, our word on Showtime has been speaking about a time like this. So it's not a coincidence. It's not by accident certain things had to happen to remind us of the call over our lives. And our call is to go out and make disciples. So ever you ever get confused about what your call is, remember you were called to go out and make disciples of all men in all spheres, in all systems. Ever you sit back and fold your arms and say, that's not my role, I'm just here to sit down and pray. You become like one those that were around that just doubted. You become like those that were just gathered around the crowd. Remember some weeks back, we started speaking about God's disciples and how he, he, and how he chooses his men. He tells them to let everything go. He tells them to do away with so many things. Now God wants us to do away with so many things so that we can have all of him. In the midst of us having, having all of him, all of our desires, Matthew 6, 33, all of our desires, all of the things that we once wanted at a time, they will come and they will come without us even realizing the bigness of them when you get the houses and the cars and all the luxury worldly stuff you will look at them and be like mm, what is this what will excite you more is knowing Christ more what will get you gassed more is knowing him more what will get you more endowed and more having more of those things will be your relationship with him now um, brothers and sisters do not neglect those times do not neglect the times that we have in the word do not get carried away by little monies that come into your hands. Do not get carried away by little entertainments or little endowments by the world. Do not get carried away by the shaking of hands of mere men. Do not let the men of this world put you on pedestals. Let Christ put you on his pedestal. Because when Christ can put you on his pedestal, you're in a position to change the whole world. Men cannot do anything for you, but the spirit of the Lord can do everything for you. Look at where you are right now. No man could have put us here. It can only by, be by the will of God that we are here today so the commission again number one is to wake up and shake yourself up number two is to not live in condemnation number three is to remember that you have been called out to be those that train and teach the men the things that belong to God 
So I want you to go out today with the confidence and the understanding of what you are and what you, what you who you are entails. You cannot just do what the world does and think you're going to get away with it. No. You know me as your leader. I have the responsibility to cover you people. So if I get, get um, if I step out of that, even if it's without, without knowing, I still have to be caught up for it. I'm still held accountable for it. Even if I do things innocently, God says, it's not innocent for me or because you were told. Now you know. <laughs> I really hope you're hearing me with this stuff. I've poured out some of my heart's cry to the Lord with you. And that's why I started off with prayer because this is what I've been doing this morning is been speaking to the Lord in prayer, asking him to help me speak, Lord, help this. What about that, Lord? What about this area? Dealing with these things. And I realize in that you all will be able to understand me more as a leader. And in that you'll be able to follow better. And in that we'll be able to dominate and take over better. We will even be able to understand PT more, even with some of what we think are rantings or uh, him uh, being, um, what's the word he used about himself again? Being, um, tantrum, uh, being uh, throwing tantrums and stuff like that. We will understand that actually maybe it's not tantrums. Maybe it's him just trying to get our, knack our heads together and say, can you not see what I see? Can you not do what I just do? Can you not just get this together? I pray that our eyes will be enlightened to understand and know what's being said this afternoon and we will keep developing this word more and more um, uh, and more and more. The issue now actually, the issue is not God giving us things, he's already given us everything. The issue is what happens when we get those things. That is what he's dealing with right now, guys. And this is all I've been speaking to you. What happens when these things come into our hands? Will we still glorify God? Will it still be an instrument and an emblem to glorify God? Or will it begin to glorify the flesh? So I beseech you all to go away with these words and let them strengthen you all as they've strengthened me and build you all as they've built me. Yeah? <clears throat> Those of you at home, have you received something from this word? Just so I know you're with me. I've even checked on who's really online or who isn't online. I do just hope that you've been with me. Don't forget, we've got years in these things, guys. But it's better for us to manifest now. Mm -hmm. We've got so many years in this. And, and I know the Lord. And I was telling one of your sisters the other day. I said, an opportunity has come in another country for us. It's not, the, it's not the time. It's not the time. And you know what was more special about that? She recognized also it's not the time. Now that was powerful to me because I can keep saying, no, 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 it's not time, not time, not time. But the fact now that your spirit is bearing witness with my spirit mm -hmm. and it's agreeing with it, that lets me know we're becoming one. Mm -hmm. The biggest plot of the enemy is to cause disunity, mm -hmm. is to cause um, um, as much disunity as possible. Even within leadership, please guys, you've got to, how do I say this again now without sounding iffy? Whenever PT speaks to us and it feels like it's hitting you or speaking to you, take it as though it is yeah. and accept it and use that to grow and mature yourself with. Opposed to feeling, oh my God, he's talking about me. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so this. I can't believe it. Uh, am I? Uh, no, accept it. You know, I, I, even yesterday during, this, during the service, I sat there like this, receiving the word, like a two-year-old. Mm -hmm. 
because I said, I don't want to leave this place thinking I know it all. In fact, even when I came on today, I said, Lord, I don't know what I'm going to say to your people. Help me speak. I sat there, but at first, guess what? I came in thinking, feeling stubborn, like, no. But as soon as I just heard the worship, I said, I can't even. My, my heart was so open to receive everything. If the, even if the word was, if it isn't for me, I'm taking it as it's mine. Yeah. Let it deal with me as it's mine. Receive everything, guys, now. Because I'm telling you, if you can receive everything, the moment you begin to train people, do you know that all of you are supposed to have your own fellowships? All of you are supposed to have people that you are leading, even though you're under leadership still. You're supposed to have people you're leading. They, if you do well, if you do wrongly with the leaders that are in front of you now, please expect that to happen to you also. It's just a reflection of your nature. <laughs> you did that with your mum and your dad. Just look at the relationship with your mum and your dad, how you deal with them. At times you're good with them. And your parents may be great people. My mum's not a bad person, but that's not a good person. There's no life being transformed in her life. So if you can't follow Pastor Nikki, it's because it's your nature. It's not you. But all you need to do is say, Lord, let me cure this nature. I don't know why you've put this woman in front of me, but I'm going to know it. And I'm going to understand it. And I'm going to be blessed by it. I don't know why you've put me in the life of a PT because that wasn't where I was going. But I know that there is a blessing in it. And I'm seeing that blessing every single day of my life. And I'm glad I followed, even though there may be times where I may fall, like Peter, where I may deny, like Peter. But when I remember, I quickly strengthen my brothers and sisters with what I remember so that their faith may not fail them. May the Lord bless you all. May he strengthen us all. I think this week is going to be a, such a glorious week. And for some of you, it won't be that your salary will determine your giving in your spirit man your spirit will tell you this is where you locate your finances your spirit man will teach you the things that men cannot teach you the things that your flesh man your salary will not be able to teach you you know what your, your salary does it puts you in a class what the spirit does like pt said yesterday it puts you in a god class in fact it declassifies you you become beyond you become bigger and better than what the system of the world puts in front of you. That's why certain men can be working a certain salary job, but they're able to bring in thousands as they're given at every month. Why? Because they didn't allow their salary or their job to cap them in the area of class. No, you are classless in the sense that you are everything. You are God's thing. You are God's called out one. If that means you're God's called out, he sees you as himself, meaning that you cannot cap him. You cannot put him in a cage, in a prison you're able to do all he does times two in fact because the bible tells us that greater works you should be able to do so please don't let your salary class even your giving for some of you your pledges will change from now you will go back and say no i'm not pledging this this is what my spirit said i'm going to do and i'm going to do it and i'm going to make it happen by the spirit my flesh will still fight me and say this is all you're making at the end of the month but your spirit will say i can do more let's figure it out together i want you to have more 
relationship with that spirit until the spirit begins to fortify you to a place where no longer will, God, will PT be looking for one in ten but you will have to say by the capacity of these people I need one in three hundred and I hope you will be one of those three hundred why because you've allowed your spirit to give you the ability to do more than you're able to do let's close with Ephesians 1 because I think that's a prayer that you know is one of my most powerful prayers and I used to pray it all the time all the time all the time all the time and I think you should read it in the TPT I'll read it in the um, in the NIV and then you can do TPT for this reason and this is Paul speaking here isn't it Says, for this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking, verse 17 is where you need to start from. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. That is our call, is to know him better so that he will give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation that we may know him prayer, the better. It then says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. In essence, when you know him, there is a power that is that belongs to us yes uh, that power is the same is this, that that power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms imagine that he's given us the same power that seated christ in the heavenly realms but he says the only way you're going to experience that power is by knowing him better so paul began to pray on our behalf now we can pray for ourselves let's keep let's read it in the tpt i pray that the father of glory yes the god of our lord jesus christ yeah would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom yes and the spirit of revelation to know him yes through your deepening intimacy with him. i love this it says through your deepening intimacy with him so in essence even when you get to your mountains when you get to your position of showtimes your intimacy must not die it must not go anywhere in fact it's supposed to intensify why should it intensify because something else is trying to come in and steal that intimacy when you get into the arena of showtime that showtime wants to replace the intimacy you have with God certain people in certain mountains even the Beyonce's at a time I think they were once intimate with God but when they got to those platforms and stage the weight and the glory of those platforms became to outshadow or they seem more glorious than the glory that came with God why because they were more tangible you can feel it it was fleshy <laughs> keep reading ma i pray that the light of god yes will illuminate the eyes of your imagination my god flooding you with light yes until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. it is a revelation that god needs us to know the issue that many people in church are having is that they know because they were told now you need to know by revelation it must come to you even peter when the bible says i when he says that he remembered what happened there was a revelation yeah. 
That revelation is where light came in. The Bible says that he left and wept bitterly. In other words, that he came to his senses. He came to the understanding that, oh my God, I just clocked what this guy and who this guy is. The moment you begin to clock faith, who this and what this is, is the minute that God will begin to establish you in areas that you will not ask to be trainers of. He will put you and people will seek you to be trainers of those areas. Do you understand that? So it's not a case that we're now going out because we're forcing ourselves on people. People will be coming to you, looking for you as, you, as, the, as a source of aid. Do you understand that? They'll be looking for a domicella, a pastor domicella. They'll be looking for a pastor Daniel, looking for a pastor Antonia, looking for a pastor Hannah and saying, please, I need you to train me in this area. Why? Because you were first flooded with the revelation of this light. Now, when people see you, all they're seeing is light. And because the light is so luminous, it is the same glory that God is looking for us to exhibit. That glory is what will attract people to you. So even though PT is saying, go out and train, actually, I'm waiting for people to come to my light because it's better that people come to my light than I try to go to them yeah because if I try to go to them it'll be like me forcing myself no they need to come to the revelation of this light and say hey I need this light because I know that this light is going to transform me it's your time to shine guys it's been your time to shine please when the revelation hits you don't let the things of the world slip you up Finish reading, finish from, finish with um, Hebrews 12, please. Hebrews 12, Hebrews 12, Hebrews 12, Hebrews 12 and verse, I think you should read that in the TPT as well from verse one. As for us, as for us, we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds. <laughs> So we must let go of every wound that has pierced us. Good. I like this. Let go of every wound that has pierced you. Go on. And the sin we so easily fall into. <laughs> and the sin we so easily easily fall into. You see, you see, Satan knows how to, how to get us into sin, you know. Yeah. He knows what it is. Watch out for the sins that so easily fool you. You don't even realize how quick they've tripped you up. You've got to open your eyes and investigate. Mr. Flesh, are you gone? You have no room. And listen, when you've sent him away, lock the door on him. Now that is very difficult for many people because flesh is all around us all the time. So you don't even realize that even when you've shut flesh out, flesh is always knocking to come back in. Do you know that Satan flesh? Like I said, he doesn't come with horns. He comes through flesh. So you've got to know that he's there. He's also encircling you. But you've got to make sure you don't let him in. And the way we know we don't let him in is that there will be tests that comes to check whether or not this guy has been allowed back into your life. Mr. Flesh has come back into your life. There will be little tests. And this will be God's experiment to see. Are this one ready yet to really exhibit the manifestation of who I am? Imagine that. God has called you to manifest who he is, but you still gone with your flesh. It can never work. 
it will never work. But for you and I, because we are God's called out ones, we will get it and we will get it perfectly in the name of Jesus. Although we may fall, we quickly get back up and remember our calling in life and we quickly keep running straight to it. We keep, we keep quickly and quickly keep going right back to the light. This is why Paul says, I choose to know nothing among you other than Christ and Christ crucified. What he was saying, I choose to focus. Yeah. yeah. Keep finish, finish reading that, Mark. Then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination. Yeah. For the path has been already marked out before us. Yes. We look away from the natural realm. I love this. It says we look away from the natural realm. The other translation says we fix our eyes on Jesus. So this one is saying now we look away from the natural realm, but we know that it's there, but we look away. Yeah. Go on. And we focus our attention yeah. and expectation onto Jesus who birthed faith within us. Yes. And who led us forward into faith's perfection. I love that. His example is this. Mm. Because his heart was... Full Let's leave it there because of time. I said I'm going now and I've gone over well over time. So I want you to hold on to that scripture, that Hebrews chapter 12, where it, set, where, where it speaks about us looking away from the natural and focusing on Christ and the spirit. If we can do that, I'm telling you, we will be those that are able to exhibit another level, level, another level of the magnitude of this manifestation of the things of God. It has been your time, guys. Please don't be fooled. Satan knows this your time and because he caught wind that is your time he came in and allowed the little things that beset and entangle you to come in and try and strip you up but listen you've got your eyes open you've been flooded with light the revelation has not only hit you but it lives in you let it let it prevail over everything that satan comes in to try and mess us up with I love you all so much with the love of God. Thank you for hearing some of my own conversations with God. And I pray that they will help you as well in your own journey. And don't think you're perfect. Don't think that even though you pray the hardest, check the little things that you've cornered away, you've swept away, or you think you've dealt with. Because one day they're going to come when you least expect it. In fact, they will come when it's showtime and remind you that, hey, I'm still here. Don't let it be your portion. I love you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. I know there's prayer this evening for the warriors and for the brothers also. Spend time enjoying those times and it's going to be amazing. I love you all. Thank you so much.